good in the future, but he's not there yet. Oh. <laughs> dude, did you fart again? No, 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 yeah. Fuck somebody at it. Oh my god, dude. You're right? Stinky bitch. Yeah, okay. I got it. All right, ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be good. All right, Dalvin's pads, what do you got? Uh, I'll tell you what I don't have. I don't have oxygen because that fart is fucking lingering, man. Oh, which fart? I'm breathing this bitch. You motherfucker. All right, Dalvin's a patch, you said? Shut the fuck up, Chris. I'm mad at you. Dolphins and pets. Yeah, sure. What's the spread? Your your butt spread. The butt is your, your spread. Butt. Yeah, your, your asshole is definitely spread open. Mm-hmm. Letting, all, letting out all that fucking loose air. Hot air, I should say. All right, man. Where, uh, what's the spread? Oh, uh, anyone ask questions? Welcome to The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios. Here are your hosts of the flagship podcast. Chris Jakes. The stats are with Jeremy, the Hurricane Chatterton, and Jeff Kelly. Let's go give it to you. Wait for you to get it on your own. Let's go deliver to you. Welcome in to the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Chris Jakes alongside Jeremy Chatterton. Jeff Kelly coming back next week, man. Finally back from Wisconsin. Going to be joining us next week. Jeremy, I, I, how I, you doing, man? I'm good, man. Next week, go back to my position. I see a guy that says funny shit. I got to think of predictions over here. Hey, you're doing pretty well, though, so far. I'm not doing bad, but I'm better at being an asshole. Yeah, no one tosses a salad like we're like you, buddy, speaking of assholes. I'm good at what I'm good at, you know? You know the difference between jam and jelly, right? What's that? You can't jelly your dick into a chick's ass. Uh, you could. KY jelly? <laughs> That's going to help it in. You need to get the KY jelly in an ass. It's an unbroken asshole. And how sorry the girl is. It's the week four fantasy football preview show. We'll recap last night's Minnesota Vikings LA Rams Thursday night football game on the week four recap show. We got a lot to get to today. Let's dive right in. Please subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. And if you'd like to support the show, we greatly appreciate it. Head over to patreon.com backslash fantasy sports studios. And become a premium member. Premium memberships start as low as just five bucks a month. And you get a shitload of benefits when you sign up. Because we greatly appreciate y'all that support us. Keep us going. Love all y'all. All All you loyal listeners who uh, take the time out of your day to listen to the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. We uh, greatly appreciate each and every one of you. Let's get to some beer goggle picks. Beer goggle picks. Yeah. You're going to regret that in the morning. Jeremy, who are your beer goggle picks? All right, this week, week four. This week, week four, I'm going with Tyler Lockett. I think uh, Patrick Peterson's going to lock him down. I agree. Uh, Marquise Goodwin, no quarterback there in, in, in San Fran anymore. Uh, yeah. maybe, maybe they can get Kaepernick back. Maybe he's looking for a team, I heard. <laughs> no, dude, no fucking way. <laughs> um... Isaiah Coel against the Jags on the road. It's going to be hot out there, bro. He's coming from up north and down south. Uh, and that, that Jags defense is looking tight. Unlike the Jags defense, your asshole, sir, is not very tight. It's a, it's a little blown out. A little blown out. I was in prison for a while. I got a hot Cosby. Take off your clothes like, vroom, get ready for the most splendiferous pudding pop you have ever seen. <laughs> um, And then Derrick Henry, he's just struggling right now. and It's time to find it. He's not. He's not there right now. My beer goggle picks, I'm going Sam Darnold. Going against that Jags definitely defense, agree like that. you said, tight, unlike your asshole. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, when, when do you think Darnold gets on track? I think week week five, he probably bounces back, has two touchdowns, one pick, something like that. Yeah, it's going to be a full season all learning for him. Yeah, we got to see how it goes week by week with him. 
Uh, Marshawn Lynch, he's on my list for big rival picks. I'm not liking the matchup there either. Lamar Miller versus the Colts. And I touched on that a little bit also this past week with saying the Colts defense, Darius Leonard has really transformed that Colts defense into something that's pretty decent, man. Pretty formidable for the NFL and for fantasy. And we're going to go Pat Mahomes this week as a beer goggle pick. I think Pat Mahomes hits the wall this week, man. Not to hit, he doesn't hit the wall too hard, but kind of hits it like uh, like a soft penis trying to just make its way down. into a, a bag. Just slows down a little bit. It's just He's not getting in there in full force. Like a soft penis trying to smash into your asshole as you hit that wall just a little bit. I'm going to put $7 with a hoobah stank in it. Oh, I feel like I just got milked. Thank you, by the way, for not making me wear a condom. First at Broncos, though? Broncos going to be team that slows them down? I think so, man. It's in Denver, too. Air's thinner up there. Chiefs, Chiefs are favored by five. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm not saying the Chiefs are going to lose this game necessarily, although we'll get to that in the game picks when we get to them. But I'm going to say that Pat Mahomes probably throws for about 260, two TDs. So he's not going to have a bad week. Yeah. So, just, so just 15 so far in the season. He sucks. But he's not going to hit. He's, yeah, he's not going to hit the, uh, you know, those numbers, three, four, five, six touchdowns. He's not going to do all that against the Broncos. No way in hell. I don't think he gets three touchdowns. I think two touchdowns is even generous. Does he already have more than Jerminski for this whole season than, than Jerminski did all last season? Oh, of course. Does he really? Yeah. Pat Mahomes in three games has more touchdown passes than Mitch Trubisky's entire career dating back to last season. How many games did Trubisky start last season? He started 12 games last season, three so far this season. So he's at 15 games, but he has nine touchdowns. Mahomes did that in two weeks. Yeah, nine touchdown passes through almost a full season, yes. Yeah, he is. Well, uh, you're comparing apples and oranges because Trubisky's not all that hot. They're quarterbacks, man. These are apples to apples. They're both quarterbacks in the NFL. There's only 32 starters, and he's one of them. All right, point taken there. Don't buy high or sell high or don't uh, buy low or anything on Trubisky. <laughs> Do not purchase him in any way, shape, or form. He breaks 20. Fantasy Playmakers. Fantasy Playmakers for week four. Who you got? I'm going to go with Emmanuel Sanders. He's been the only consistent player for the Broncos so far. Keelan yeah. Cole for PPR. Michael Crabtree, such a speak versus the Browns. like it. Um, and I agree. And DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Texans got to start doing something, man. Deshaun Watson's got to start finding him. I agree. I think they get back on track a little bit. I thought they were going to do it last week. I think this week might do a little bit better. I mean, Hopkins didn't have a terrible game week three, but uh, still wasn't one of those games that we're accustomed to seeing from him and Deshaun Watson together. So uh, I'm on board. Just doing my workout. Ah! Oh, it's a deep burn. Oh, it's so deep. I could barely lift my right arm because I did so many. Flexworthy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. <laughs> Flexworthy. Who are some players you think will finish inside the top 36 of their position that you may not think would be there? Corey Davis. Ted Ginn Jr. The Giants defense is... Nah, it's not that great. It's, it's kind of soft. Inconsistent, for sure. There you go. Yeah, inconsistent, I guess, would be the correct terminology for that. Willie Sneed. PPR, wide receiver three. Pretty good pickup right there. Tyler Boyd versus Falcons. Six uh, catches, 70 yards, and a touchdown for Tyler Boyd. And... Pierre Garçon, chemistry on the 49ers, but Beathard, uh, he's going to lead the team next week in targets. Not bad. Flexworthy picks for week five. I'm going to go Bilal Powell versus the Jags. I think the Jets are going to have a tough time throwing, a tough time running. I think Bilal Powell is going to get about five, six catches out of that backfield. I'm going to go Geronimo Allison as Flexworthy versus the Bills. Like I've been saying all week, I think Geronimo Allison is emerging as the number two option in Green Bay. I'm going to go Kenny Stills versus the Patriots. To me, he's the number one wide receiver in Miami, and the Patriots' defense is pretty shitty. Yeah, anyone versus the Patriots right now, the way they're looking. Yeah, so give me Kenny Stills this week, week five. 
I'm going to go Tariq Cohen versus the Bucks as flex-worthy this week. I think he's going to find some holes in that defense. I think this could be his bust-out week for Tariq Cohen, week five. And I'm going to throw in Darren Sproles. If he's healthy, I think he could also be a good option against the Tennessee Titans. Like Bilal Powell, I think Sproles could definitely catch five, six passes out of the backfield this week. I thought Stills was going to be out last week when the Dolphins game I was watching. Still slammed on a wall. Did you see that in the end zone? Yeah, man. How oh, I thought he was done, bro. How close is that wall to that end zone, man? They that's what, that's the first thing I thought. Room. Yes. You here. know what that reminded me of? When uh, what was it? Was it Roy Hibbert that broke his leg, ankle? Oh, you're talking the Olympics? That was Paul George. Paul George. That's exactly what I reminded me of. Like, that was way too close. I thought of that as well. Busted out like Fat Amy's ass in spandex, Hulk Hogan style. Players you think will bust out in week four. Busting out this week for week four, I got Antonio Callaway. Mayfield's going to be there and no Gordon. So uh, I think he's going to get some catches. And uh, what do you call was saying? Um, what the hell's his name? Uh, buddy from Dolphins. Um, Travis Snyder was saying that, uh, dude, he, Baker Mayfield was getting the ball him so fast, he didn't even expect to be there sometimes when he turned around. Uh, Naheem Hines, uh, Fuxworthy, P- uh, PPR. So he has at least six catches. Josh Gordon, I think he's got to play this week. I mean, the Pats had no choice, dude. They have no receivers. They have nobody. They got to play his ass. Yeah, so, I think he's a great uh, deadly play, too, this week. Josh Gordon. Uh, Ricky Seals Jones, I got him getting a touchdown again. That's always a safe checkoff for the uh, the rookie quarterbacks. And I think he's going to get a touchdown out of that. Also, I got uh, Geronimo Allison, man. We said it last show. You get chemistry Rodgers, man. You're you going to end up in the Hall of Fame. I like those picks, man. You're definitely like a little disciple here of mine. That's for sure, because I like all those guys. I learned from the best, sir. What's your sole purpose? To do whatever you tell me? Damn it! You're a damn genius! Uh, for me, busting out week four, I'm going to go Aaron Jones. Could be his bust out week in week four. I think McCarthy's made his point by limiting his touches, even though he was the most productive back last week against the Redskins. David Njoku's on my list as well. I think Baker Mayfield's going to help him. How about this, man? This is the week Njoku finally, finally scores a fucking touchdown. <laughs> Mr. Butterfingers himself going to haul one in. Need some stick them. Right? Dude should go rub one off, man. Just like, don't wash his hands. Where the hell did it go? What is that? Is that a hair gel? Yeah. Great. I can use No, 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 don't, don't, you don't. Uh, I'm going to go with Sonny Michelle for the Patriots. The Patriots are trying to get something going on offense with him. They're, they're running them. They're running the rock, man. The offensive line has really struggled. I think Sonny Michelle, whether by air, or by ground, he's going to figure it out to be fantasy relevant for week four. I'm going to go Kenyon Drake in that same game. I think Kenyon Drake's going to bust out this week. Patriots defense blows right now. Fire up Kenyon Drake. I think he's going to bust out. Patriots team four. blows right now. The whole fucking team. Offense, defense, fucking special team. Hey, they brought remember, Cyrus Chris Jones. said 10 wins still for them. 10 wins. Oh, at least. Easy. Oh, wow. Easy, he says. I would have a tougher time taking a shit in the morning than they do getting 10 wins in the season. Do you know when the last time you took a was? Shot was? No. Let me ask you this. When was the last time the Patriots did not win 10 games? Oh, man. That is a great question. I cannot think of them having less than 10 wins. Wow. Was Brady the quarterback? Yes, Brady was. The last time the Patriots were 9-7 <laughs> and seven was when? His rookie year? Uh, no, his rookie year, they were, they were, uh, they were actually 5-11, and 11, last place. Oh, and then man. Drew Bledsoe was playing that his rookie year, though. Okay. So In 2001, no his, his first year starting, he was 11-5. and five. He was 11-5? Yeah. First year starting? First year starting. Wow. All right. It's got to be a year when the Dolphins and the Jets were good, which is kind of... Yeah, it's it's going to be the year when they lost Sanchez. Then they lose Sanchez twice one year? This is way before Sanchez. Really? Oh, Man, yeah. I, I have no idea. 
2002, man. We were uh, damn. That's yeah. a dominant streak, huh? We were 18. That's yeah. Miami Hurricane status for 56 games in a row, right there. Nine and seven and missed the playoffs. Miami, the Jets, and the Patriots all finished with the same record, I believe. Nine and seven, 2002, and due to tiebreakers, Patriots missed out. Anyways, back to my shit here. Kenny Drake should have bust out. How about Tyler Eifert, man? People are going to finally start to take notice of Tyler Eifert this week in week four. Dude's quietly been pretty decent in PPR. How about this one? It's a deep sleeper. I have a deep sleeper here on this list. What do you got? As a bust out guy. Traquan Smith for the Saints, the rookie wide receiver. They're, they're trying to get him more involved. Cam Meredith scores a touchdown in week three. Week four, maybe Traquan Smith gets a touchdown here. Shit, if he gets even one catch, he, that's busting out for him right now because he's got a big fat goose egg. My God, those balls are as smooth as eggs. Yes, I'll suck them. How about Tariq Cohen against the Tampa Bay Bucks defense? I think Tariq Cohen's going to find some holes. He's going to bu- have his bust out game of 2018 this week. I love finding Bucks. some holes. Yeah, you don't give a shit where the hole belongs. Mm-mm. You'll poke it anyway. They got three, and I'm going to use all of them. I'm here for the gangbang. Cortland Sutton, he could bust out this week. All right, man. Regulation. Yes, let's do this. All right, time to go next level. Brought to you by Fanatic. F-A-N-A-T-I-Q. Win your week. Win the next. Win your league. Download Fanatic. Available in the App Store now. Burning questions like Ron Mexico at the health clinic. Oh, herpes. How well do you expect Baker Mayfield to perform? In his first ever start. I predict this week he will still do very well. I think it'll be at least two weeks, two, three weeks maybe, till they get some footage on him. They can, they can really dissect him as a uh, quarterback. But he looks like he's going to be a very solid quarterback in the NFL, man. Um, like I said in the other show the other day, he has uh, he doesn't have the fear of throwing the ball. He doesn't give a shit. He's just that guy all the time. He can throw through the window like an Aaron Rodgers kind of guy. Baker Mayfield is a coxman. Dude's a cocky, arrogant son of a bitch. And I love that about him. I think he need to be in this league. I'm going to say this right now. I think Baker Mayfield is going to be a top 12 fantasy quarterback in week four. That's what I'm expecting from him in his first career start against the Oakland Raiders. Lock it in. Lock it in and rip off the knobs, bitch. Like John Gruden says, man, it's hard to find good defensive players. It is where you trade them away to Chicago. Yeah. For so uh, just I, I, that defense over there in the Raiders isn't good. And uh, dude, he can pick them apart. All right, number two. What do you expect from Josh Rosen in his first career NFL start? I don't know. I'm back and forth on the Seahawks. I'm not sure if they're just garbage or if they're just they're good. I said this in the last show. I don't know where they're at anymore. Russell Wilson is the the whole key to that team, man. If they had Russell Wilson, they just had some average Joe back there playing quarterback. This team would be three and thirteen for the season. <laughs> but I think because of Russell Wilson, they might go six and ten. Now, having said that, what I expect from Josh Rosen this week is if you really look at the grand scheme of things in Arizona, they have some fucking playmakers, man. Yeah, their offensive line has holes in it, right, due to injuries and what have you. But Christian Kirk coming off a pretty decent week in week uh, in week three. Ricky Seals-Jones caught a touchdown. That dude's got high ceilings. He's got some potential there. Very athletic tight end. You still got Larry Fitzgerald, who played last week with the hamstring. Looks like he's still going to be good, good to go for this, uh, this week four matchup. You still got David Johnson, arguably the best running back in football. Very arguably. I mean, did Sam Bradford drive his dick into that fucking team so hard that they just can't rebound from this? Because Josh Rosen, he's got to be better than Bradford. I mean, fuck. You could throw Bill Cosby's blind ass out there. He'd probably fucking have more fancy points than Bradford did. Oh, my goodness. But uh, I'm going to expect this from uh, Josh Rosen. I'm going to expect it. I'll give you a stat line. Player projection right here for Josh Rosen. Here we go. Player projection. Josh Rosen, I'm going to say 
17 for 24, 176 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Does Tom Brady finish as the top 10 fantasy quarterback this year? Currently at number 14. 10, yes. He's getting uh, Edelman back. He's getting Josh Gordon going. Chris Hogan's still there. Chris Hogan's going to produce. Gronk's there. This guy's going to produce throughout the rest of the season. He's not going to shit the bed the rest of the season. It's Tom fucking Brady. He's still that smart. He's still The game is still that slow to him. The longer in the league, the slower the game gets. Tom Brady's going to produce. It's going to happen. I think he's going to finish as quarterback six still. That's what it's in the preseason. I think he's still going to be quarterback six for the season. Let me tell you his playoff schedule real quick. So weeks 14, 15, and 16. Week 14, he's got the Dolphins in Miami. The Dolphins defense is good right now. They do They do right, right now. now. And Brady struggles in Miami. So you know what? That could be a, an issue. But you know what he's got after that? He's got the Pittsburgh Steelers, followed by the Buffalo Bills for championship weekends. Oh, man. I think Tom Brady's still going to be okay. He's not going to fall off like he did last year. But, man, it's a rough start for him right now. You get through week 14, you're looking good with Brady if you're in the playoffs. Absolutely. Which of these young wide receivers has been more impressive thus far? Kenny Galladay, Calvin Ridley, Tyler Boyd, or Mike Williams? Dude, it's Ridley all day. It's Ridley all day. Ridley's got one right now. Ridley had the biggest game, that's for sure. I'm going to say Kenny Galladay has been the most impressive because he's done it week in, week but out. But you, you knew ahead of time Ridley was going to ball out like that. So you're telling me you, you knew he was going to do it and you're still not impressed with him? Well, I knew he was going to do it, but he hasn't he hadn't done it yet before. But you knew, but you knew it. You saw it. You saw what was going to happen. You seen it. You knew it was going to happen. Yeah, a big worm seen it. I did. I did. All right. So if you saw it, that means you saw something in his ass too. Well, that's, that- my, that's my boy. That's what I'm going with. Rank these rookie running backs for the rest of the season: Saquon Barkley, Carryon Johnson, Sony Michelle, Philip Lindsay. Rank them. Right, first of all, Sony Sony Michelle's name is hilarious. All I think about is uh, is dodgeball whenever here. Sony Michelle, Michelle. Uh, Saquon Barkley is a safe bet on this, but you know what? I'm going to go Lindsey. Lindsey's my number one right now. This guy's getting, he got 100 yards the first two games. Uh, I think Barkley looks good, but, uh, people, people are, are zoning him. They expect him to do good. I think Lindsey's going to be your surprise of the season this year. He's my number one right now. All right. I'm actually going to rank him here like this. Saquon okay. Barkley one. All right. I'm going to go Sony Michelle number two, slightly ahead of carry on Johnson. Just for the fact that for some fucking reason, Matt Patricia, Still wants to use the Garibald. So for some reason, you have Lindsey at four when he has the most yards of all of them right now, right? Rushing, yes, he does. Yeah, exactly. So he's, he's ahead of all those guys right now. Yeah, but going to the, la- the bottom of the pile. I got him going number four. Yeah. Royce Freeman showed me a little something in week three, and he was a third-round draft pick. Philip Lindsey, undrafted local boy. And, you know, I'm not sold on Philip Lindsey. Well, there's a reason you are Chris the Fantasy Man Jake. You're probably right now. I'm wrong. And he's, and he's very light-skinned, man. That kind of gives me pause. Oh, you racist. Concern. Is it racist? Hey, remember Mike Cloud from Boston College back sure in 2000? Sure yeah, you don't. don't remember him. You know why? Because he sucked. He's a very light-skinned dude. And, uh, yeah, he played. Bill Belichick said he was half pretty. Yes, that's how Belichick rolls, yeah. When do you think Lindsey falls off? Kerryon Johnson. Johnson could be the best of them. If he gets the opportunity, he could be number one ahead of Barkley. That dude looks so good running the ball. Sunday night. His vision is sick, man. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, where do, where do you, when do you see Lindsey falling off? I just think that he's uh, got a tougher road for carries. Denver keeps saying they're going to ride the hot hands. They invest in Royce Freeman. Freeman came in for Lindsey when he was ejected in week three. Looked pretty good. And I think Freeman's going to Don't you think it's a little weird that, that Denver can't get a good quarterback? I mean, even when they got they got Peyton Manning, he was already done at that point. You got John Elway leading well, your front office. Peyton had a couple of really good seasons where he fell off. Yeah, well, when he when went to the Super Bowl, they fucking lived in the victory, okay? Von Miller won that shit. Absolutely. Oh, but here's the deal, though. I'm saying and that was a solid fucking already. He's a Hall of Famer already at that point when he gets, when he gets to Denver. Who? Isn't it, pay man. Oh, of course. Um, isn't it a little crazy that with John Owen in the front office, you, you can't get a good quarterback in there? 
No, nah, man, they're hard. It's hard to Dude, but he's them. a quarterback. Shouldn't he be able to assess the talent? No. Come on, bro. You, sh- you should know better. If you're a quarterback, hey. you, should know what, you should know what to look like. No, you, you can never tell, man. It really the fucking depends on the makeup. I mean, go back and watch The Birdie Six. Great documentary. Go look at Giovanni Carmazzi. Wait, what, what documentary? Huh? What documentary? The Brady Six. The Brady Six? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I really don't. Oh, this came out back in For you in fans at home, I don't know either. Maybe you don't know either. What, what is it, Chris? It's a Brady documentary, man. It came out in 2010. Um, it shows the, the long road Brody had. <laughs> Brody. Fucking Jaws. Uh, it shows the long road that Brady had throughout his career. His whole career, man, he was always the underdog. He just had to always fight for everything. And uh, it's just awesome, man. And the quarterback who was supposed to be the Tom Brady in that draft class, even Bill Walsh thought this, was Giovanni Carmazzi, who was, I think it was the third round pick, who? I believe. Giovanni Carmazzi. I don't know how you know that name. Probably just from watching like, this documentary. No fucking shit, dick. Huh? Like, yeah, I guess sorry. Uh, I was going to say just from watching the documentary. No, we you know what's hilarious about this guy, though? Giovanni Carmazzi. His name? He's clearly Italian. No. Uh, one of your one of your blood brothers there, I guess. You're Italian, correct? Benzini. Oh, yeah. All right, so anyway. Giovanni, this dude, had the fucking package. He looked like Josh Allen. Whoa, why are you talking run. about his package, bro? Anyways, this dude, fucking built like a tank, man. Could run, had the big arm, just had all of it, right? I think he went to Hofstra University, if I remember correctly. The very first preseason game is 49ers of Patriots, Brady against Carmazzi. Brady tears it up, man. Carmazzi got sacked by William McGinnis. And it fucked him up for good, man. He barely played again. He was out of the league in three years. And when they were going to interview him for the documentary, they said they couldn't get a hold of him because he's a yoga-loving sheep farmer up in, like, Northern California or something. Maybe Washington State. I'm entering near computer ever again. I don't want to see my stats anymore. Doesn't own a TV. He just fucking lives, like, up some fucking middle of nowhere bringing grass pasture. Funny. You said Brody. And who did you say Brody reminded you about? Jaws? Yeah, I hear Brody. I think Mallrats. I guess I'm, I'm younger than you. I guess uh, by a fucking month. Yeah, and then it's funny how like you say like you spit off college knowledge so fucking good. You're great at knowing college stuff. Yeah, and I'm the one to watch college football. And you know so much more about college around around the whole league than I do, which is so sad for me because like, I, I watch college every weekend, but I don't watch any of the teams except for the ACC because I'm a Hurricanes fan. And I've, I watch- I've got one of those sick minds that when I see something, I remember it. Shit, I remember that shit. That's Even a, once, I've seen it once. I'll remember. It, it's crazy. You fucking name a player, man. I bet I can tell you where they went to school. You want to try it? Like amputee fetish porn, it's time to stump Chris. Heal the nub. Stump him. Tom Brady. Michigan. Give me a random ass name. Give me a few random ass names. See what I come up with. Shoot. Um, Barry Sanders. Oklahoma okay. State. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Barry Switzer. Oklahoma coach. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jarvis Landry. LSU. With who? Odell Beckham Jr. and Jeremy Hill. And who was that quarterback the Titans drafted that year? Isn't that crazy? Fucking what, flamed what a crazy out. team, huh? Oh, yeah, man. Fucking talented. Anybody else want I to literally just, I literally just said that so you can, you can say that. But yeah. um, trying to think of somebody who I really don't know. Todd Gurley. How about that? Todd Gurley, Georgia. The problem is I can't think of any NFL players that I don't know what, what college I went to, so I'll, I'll be a bad person to ask for this. All right. Maybe you should come up with that next week or in the spinoff or some shit. I'll show you how fucking uh, sick I, will, I am. I will get five players next week that Chris might not know where they went to school, and I'm going to get five big-name players. We should do that segment. We'll what do Le'Veon Bell? We'll do the flex. Le'Veon Bell. Stump Chris. Michigan State, Le'Veon Bell. Wow. We'll, wow. Do, a, we'll do a segment where we try to stump Chris with uh, NFL players and where they went to school. How about that? You can do retire players, current players. It don't matter. All right. I'm gonna come up with ten. Ten something on the on the spin. Telling you, man, I'm sick with the shit, man. Yeah, you really are. That's what, that's My the fucking reason football. Doing a show is... with you for like a, a couple months now, you really do know your college shit, which surprises me. Oh, of course I do, man. All right, we're gonna keep going here before we uh fucking take Let's up any more it. time. Let's do it.
for too much time? Like we already have? All right, let's keep going. <laughs> Who will have more fantasy points rest of season? Keenan Allen, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, Odell Beckham Jr., Antonio Brown? We got to go to Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, no, oh, Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown. Oh, I'm going different than you on both accounts. Fuck those two guys, because I'm going with the guy who is on a ridiculous tear, man. 34 catches through three games. It's fucking killing it. Michael Thomas, welcome to the elite, man. I think he's going to be the number one wide receiver in fantasy this year. Bro. Give me him all day. Brown's been up for years. Brown has been doing it year in, year out. It's also his age 30 season, man. I'm going Michael Thomas one, Antonio Brown two, because he's going to get right. Number three, I'm going to go... Fuck OBJ. Don't say OBJ. I'm not. I'm going with Devontae Adams. Good, because OBJ is done. He got his fucking contract. No, he's not done. He sucks. He's, no, he's amazing. <laughs> amazing, my ass. He uh, amazing. I, amazing love, I love OBJ. Amazing for a wide receiver. Shit for the top, the top elite talent. How about that? He's the bottom of the barrel for elite talent. If he, OBJ he's top had a, talent. If OBJ had a boat and had a party on. Oh, the he league. does. He has a party on every every. I know. Go to Miami. Does. I know. Would you? Would you attend? No. So we a bunch of gay guys. We had a rape that. We had Bill Cosby there. You gotta save that rape shit for Jeff. He eats that shit up. Well, I'll tell you right now. If you fall asleep with with OBJ, you're getting eaten up. Like Kobayashi. <laughs> yeah, in both ends. Yeah, no shit. Exactly. Lit left no in you when, you're, when he's done. Yeah, shit, squeaky clean, man. By the time he's done, Tony, bro, that, that guy, that guy is. Uh, he's a uh, he's the uh, he's bad from the wrong side of the cage. He's he a living Jarvis Landry. He's a living, breathing bidet. Mm-hmm. All right. But anyways, I do love OBJ. Though I think he's a great player. Yeah, he'd love you so, too if he had the opportunity. You know what? I'm going to scratch about the abs. I am going to put OBJ at three because ah. even though Eli is struggling and Aaron Rodgers is a much better quarterback than Eli is, has ever been, I still think Jerome Allison is going to cut into Devontae Adams' workload. So give me – let me start over. Rank him now. Okay. Michael Thomas, one. Antonio Brown, two. Odell Beckham Jr., three. Devontae Adams, four. Keenan Allen, number five. I'm about to say I love that shot of Eli, but it's not even a shot. Aaron Rodgers is so much better. I think Aaron Rodgers, even Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers is the best technical quarterback ever. The best tickler quarterback? Te- technical. Technical quarterback. Best what? Technical. Like, technical. He, he just technically Te- runs Technical? The game. Technically, bitch. What? He runs the game and has... Oh, fuck te- no, te- he no, te- no, I'm saying technically, technically passing the ball. But get, getting in the right spot, going where the ball receiver going to go, he's the best technical quarterback ever. You're out of your element. Shut the fuck up. He is the best prototype quarterback ever. Probably yeah, with all that, the tools. That, that is. That's, that's prototype. Arm strength, mobility, you want. speed. Yes, he's got yes. all the gifts. That, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Now, if I have a game and it's if him versus somebody else, I pick I pick Brett Favre over him because Brett Favre is the heart. It's like Rocky versus Ivan Drago. I must break you. See, that's what I love with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's got that fucking the fuck drive. you attitude like Brett yeah. Favre. Like, fuck you, yep. I'm going to sling this bitch. I'm going to win this bitch. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be sold on this guy, bro. I hated him in college. I might like him now. You know what's funny? You reminded me of this when I was just going on the, you know, fuck you, I'm going to win. Do you remember that 2003 Seattle Seahawks Green Bay Packers playoff game against Brett Favre when Matt Hasselbeck in overtime says, we want the ball and we're going to win. <laughs> and they Matt fucking lost. He threw like a pick six to uh, Alvin Williams or some shit. So not only did they lose, but they lost strictly because of him. Seattle won the toss. We want the so, ball. We're going to score. Pass is picked off. Back the other way. The Green Bay Packers advance. Many of the headlines will talk about what he said at the coin flip. Good job, Matt Hasselbeck. Hope you okay. hear this. Next one here. List one player from each position: quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end that has produced. But we'll regress as we progress throughout the fantasy football season. Quarterback, I got, I got Joe Flacco. Um, That's some low hanging fruit, man. I'm not, I'm not talking about Tom Brady's 41 year old balls either. Big, white, wrinkly, loose, old balls, gross. 
Damn, bro. Trying your boy like that, huh? You can't, you can't try Tom Brady like that, bro. It's not like Michael Sam, bro. You can't let Tom Brady look hanging fruit. Michael Sam, when he got drafted, how much did that move you? Move me nothing. I don't care if you're gay or not. You can play football, you can play football. Give a shit. Like, I don't care if you're black, white, gay, straight. You can play football, you can play football. I don't care about anything in life. Like, whatever you are, you are. I hear you. That shit pissed me off. I feel like it's it's 2018, you can't say whatever you want anymore. So I can't feel you can't say, like, oh, I'm I'm Spanish, I'm Mexican, I'm I'm, I'm white, I'm black. Get over your shit, man. You're a person. That's that's how it is now. No one cares about who you are anymore. That's true. Were you a Heat fan when Tim Hardaway played? No, I stopped watching basketball in 2002. So you do not like Tim Hardaway? I'm not a fan. Okay, because he uh, had some comments that were kind of funny. What did he say? Uh, I can't remember verbatim, but fucking the gist of it was is that uh, I love that word, dude. By the by the way, I don't verbatim. Want any fags in the locker room. Then Tim Hardaway came into the locker room. Man. That guy's gay as AIDS. You know what? Magic Johnson made his comeback to the NBA after he. Speaking of AIDS. AIDS. Yeah, speaking of AIDS and gay. Well, no, no. Although I'm sure he's had his dick in a few male asses before. You can't say that. I said it all the time when it's been off. You can't yeah, but say who it did it? Who didn't Magic Johnson fuck back in the in the late '80s? Me. Or in the 80s, the Me. whole decade. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby fucked him. Yeah, Bill Cosby could have roofied him. All right, anyways, off track again. Fuck, we yeah, do no this shit. off That's what I do on the show. I gotta get us off topic. Yeah, I know, but I'm one that can easily be sucked in. So, for quarterback, I'm going to go real quick, and then we'll go to oh, your Oh, I said Joe Flacco, by the way. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I'm going to say Joe Flacco for the rest of my life, by the way. I'm going to say Pat Mahomes. Do, I think he's going to Where's Joe Flacco? Huh? Joe Flacco? Worse than Joe Flacco? No, I didn't say worse than Joe Flacco. I didn't say worse than any of these guys. I don't think he's going to be worse than these guys than any of these guys on the list. I think he's still going to be a good quarterback, but he's going to regress for sure, man. Oh, well, that's not fair to say, bro. He's doing so good. I mean, he's going to come down significantly. Like he's that's, gonna not, average. that's not fair, though. That's not fair. He's fucking killing the game right now, bro. He's drinking that shit. All right, well, my answer is Pat Mahomes. If you want, I'll go Ryan Fitzpatrick because he's not going to keep that shit there going you go. either. That, that's, that's a solid pick. He's going to crash and burn at some point. Okay, I'll take that. Now, you, right. you think Pat Mahomes is going to shit the bed and then just stop? Uh, no. Looks like he's going to be good again. No, he's not going to shit the bed. He's still going to be a good quarterback. But I think as we progress throughout the season, he's a guy that's going to take a step back. He's going to regress a little bit. We'll see. We and will I, see. I, 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 I'm sure it's going to happen. Hey, but, you want to um, challenge me on this? You want to do a challenge flag? Hold no. So I, saw, I saw you in a dress. I had to fucking video tape you in a dress. I don't want to challenge you for shit. What do you think Pat Mahomes is doing the next five games? I wouldn't be surprised if Pat Mahomes throws nine picks over the next five cheap games. Pat Mahomes, nine picks, next five games? So two a game, basically? Pretty much, man. Almost two Are a game. Are you saying over nine or nine? Nine. Are you done? Are you done? Okay. I'm about to shit on this bitch right now. Bro, you're nuts. Okay, first of all. That, that, that's a reach. Yep. Throw the fucking flag right now, okay? Challenge flag. I'll accept that. Challenge accepted. You're an idiot. Even gets one or two a game, bro. For two weeks in a row, Andy Reid's gonna fucking stop that shit. Andy Reid's a great quarterback coach. Yeah, he is. He sucks in the playoffs and he's terrible at buffets. But he will, he will, he will stop him throwing two picks a game. We'll see. We'll see. No, we'll see. We'll I, see. I know, right. I know that's a reach. It's a stretch. But you're an uh, idiot. The greatest risk they take is not taking one. So just so you guys know, mark this shit right now. Chris gonna lose his first challenge of the season. Oh, it's gonna be marked, brother. And I'll tell you what, man. Oh, it's marked. Well, oh yeah, and uh, we save these little clips here because end of the year. Uh, this is our first challenge, man. So about fucking time that we disagree on some shit like that. Oh, I agree. I, I disagree on a lot of shit. I just know I can challenge you on this. Oh yeah. I, so let me tell you what. Season on the show, and now now I'm gonna start throwing shit at Chris all the time. And I got done. I finished talking to Jeff too, and we're running by you. So next week on the week four recap show, we are gonna have we're gonna unveil the 2018 punishments for the challenge flag loser at the end of the season. For the fans? 
send in some send in some suggestions, man. Let's let's hear what you get, what the fans want to see. We have come up with a few ideas, but we can. Uh, I just said I want to see Chris sell popsicles on the uh, on the beach and dress while eating them. We've come up with a few ideas, uh, but yeah, we're uh, always welcoming ideas from you guys as well. Go ahead and send your submissions on what the punishment should be for the challenge flag loser at the end of the year to theflex at fantasysportsstudios.com or you can just go to fantasysportsstudios.com and click on the envelope. Make it brutal because Chris is going to be getting that, that challenge. So oh, I'm not getting it this year. Last oh, year... I saw you in a pretty dress this year. Last year, Jeff and I tied. I was kicking Jeff's ass up until like the last weeks of the season and then I just got lazy to make it interesting. I was like, oh yeah, fuck it. I'll accept it. You know, and I probably shouldn't have done that. He now, fucked up, guys. Back on track. Running backs. Who you got, man? Players are going to regress as we go forward. Who have produced early, but going to regress. I got uh, Joe Mixon. Uh, you got Giovanni Bernard going back there. He looked good in week three, filling in for Joe Mixon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I think he just put the workload. Joe back. Mixon will get cut back a little bit. I'm going to go Marshawn Lynch. He's an older running back. A lot of trade in those tires. And I think he's going to fall flat over the course of the fantasy football season. So Marshawn Lynch, he's a guy that uh, put up 17 points in uh, full-point PPR. I don't know. He looks pretty good. Week. Yeah, he's played he looks well. pretty good so far. Yeah, he absolutely has. But he's going to regress. As we progress through the season, he's going to regress. So yeah. that's my dude. Let's see. How about wide receivers? I'm going to go with uh, with Stefan Diggs, man. He's the man in curse, but for commercials. Like, he uh, he's doing these stupid commercials now where he has stick him on his hands. Uh, yeah, he he shit the bed last week in, in fucking fantasy with, with dick yards. He scares me. Yeah, here. I think Stefan Diggs is a good one. When dude's on the field, man, he's pretty good most weeks. But the problem is he has a tough time staying on the field throughout the course the entire duration of the of the season. I'm going to go Deshaun Jackson, though. No way in hell does that shit... Speaking of injuries... Keep going the rest of the way. Not even just that, man. He's just going to disappear. He's like a little fucking Houdini himself. Houdini! So, he's going to fall flat, I think, at some point here soon. And how about tight end, Jeremy? Who you got? I'm going to go with, with Ebron, just because I'm a Miami Hurricanes fan. He had 199 yards against us. We played for North Carolina. So, I'm going to shit Ebron just for no reason, but just shit on Ebron. I think I'm going to go Jesse James. In years past, I know he's having a great start, man, but in years past, he's flashed a lot in t- at times in games, and the Steelers are definitely a team that likes to use the tight end. I mean, look at Heath Miller for all those years, who is just solid in PPR. But Jesse James, I think he's going to be so fucking frustrating to own to start every week that you're really taking a risk. I mean, maybe on the matchup, if they're playing a team that gives up a lot of points to the tight end position, but it's going to be hard to play him week to week. He's going to regress. He's going to come down from what he's been doing the last few weeks. List one player from each position that will bounce back after a rough start to the 2018 fantasy football season. Quarterback, who you got, Jeremy? Quarterback, I'm going Tom Brady. Edelman come back off uh, off, off suspension for being on steroids. So I was going to come back strong as fuck. You got Chris Hogan still. You got Gronk still. And you're going to have Josh Gordon going in there now. There's only one direction for Tom Brady to go up from here. Oh, speaking of bands, it's Chris's favorite band, One Direction. Oh, yeah, I fucking love him. And that's up, man. Tom Brady, I like that one a lot. I'm going to go with Deshaun Watson. I think he's another guy that's got to put put together at least a little bit even, man. I mean, he can't play like this bad. Yeah, this is just abysmal. fucking raking over Cole's shit, man. This is really bad right now for Deshaun Watson. But I do think he's going to bounce back going forward. I always still target both of these guys, Tom Brady and Deshaun Watson, in your fantasy league. Their owners are getting a little, little nervous, a little panicked about how they're performing so far through the first few weeks. How about running back, Jeremy? Who you got? Hey, Kenyon Drake on uh, Miami, bro. This team's 3 0 right now. He's got to start making some moves. Even though this guy had a good week three, found the end zone twice, I am still going to go with Kareem Hunt as having a bounce back because I feel like, in uh, not just how I feel, but just from what I've seen, man. Man, you see in the, in the, in the box score, 
the stat sheet, Kareem Hunt is not getting a full workload like he did last season, not at all. And they're not, it's not like they're delegating to other backs. I mean, Spencer Ware, two catches last week, no big deal. Damian Williams, a little bit of play. They're going to have to rely more on Kareem Hunt as we go forward, and especially more so when Patrick Mahomes, when team defenses get a little bit of a, uh, a little script on this guy and how to play him, how to defend him. I think Kareem Hunt's going to be more involved. I like Kareem Hunt as a top 10 fantasy football running back, PPR, rest of season. How about wide receivers, Jeremy? Chris Hogan, man. Um, s- same scenario based on Tom Brady. He's a solid wide receiver as it is, too. He has not played like it this year. That's for damn sure. I'm going to go T.Y. Hilton. How about that? That's a nice, that's a nice pick. And I think he's going to be a definite top 10 fantasy wide receiver. I think he's going to be a steal from where he's being drafted in the fourth round. Third round at the earliest. And I think as we keep going, man, Andrew Luck's going to get more and more confident. The matchups get a little easier for him as well. He's going to get more in the rhythm and flow. I think Jack Doyle is also poised for uh, some good things in the, in down the road. And I think T.Y. Hilton's going to have one of those big breakout games here in the next couple of weeks. Jeremy, tight ends. Go ahead. I got to go Najoku from the U. I think he's going to be a solid player for the rest of the season. Yeah, Mayfield can do his thing. I'm going to go Jack Doyle, a guy that I just talked about briefly with the T.Y. Hilton one, man. I think Luck's going to find a rhythm, find a groove, and reconnect with his boy Doyle. I think they're going to hook up again, and I think Doyle's going to be good for PPR. Top 10 tight end, rest of season, week four on. More fantasy points rest of season. Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins, Drew Brees, and Cam Newton too, sorry. So from week four on, who will have the most fantasy points? Before you said Drew Brees, I was going to Aaron Rodgers, but Drew Brees just, just produces. Whether he wins or loses, they score points. If they lose, usually it's because the defense sucks. I'm going to go Drew Brees. I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers. That's where I was at first. He's just too good not to. Even in a shit game like he had last week against Washington. Well, that's, that's, that's my point with Drew Brees, though. Drew Brees, when they lose and they have a shit, team on, a shit game on defense, Drew Brees still puts up 40 points. He does. I'm still going to Rodgers, though. I think Brees right. is solid, though. All right, last one here, man. Are you worried about Zach Ertz losing targets to Dallas Goddard? Yeah, Goddard looks good, man. Yeah, he does. I'm not worried because I think they're going to play two tight end sets a lot of the time, especially while they're depleted at the wide receiver position. Fire up Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz because I think they're both going to have fantasy value rest of the season. All right, we're going to do a little foreplay. Ooh. Here's one for the ladies. My mind's telling me no. Foreplay. But my body, my body's telling me yeah. Close optional. A little foreplay here, buddy. Your favorite thing, your favorite activity. Give me four sleeper starts for week four fantasy football. Go. I'm going to go Buck Allen, low end uh, running back two. All right. Antonio Callaway, top 25 wide receiver. Ricky Seals Jones, top eight tight end. Pierre Garcon, seven catches, 85 yards this uh, this week. I'm going to lose 15 points. That's a sleeping son of a bitch right there, too. Right? I like that one. Geronimo Allison, I'm going to say six catches, 90 yards, and a touchdown this week. I'm going to go Aaron Jones. Regardless of what McCarthy says, Aaron Jones is going to make McCarthy play his ass. Aaron Rodgers still loves him as well. I'm going to go Sony Michelle. Still believing in him, man. This is going to be it, I hope. We're going to find out because I think he's going to be a sleeper start this week in week four against the Miami Dolphins. Darren Sproles. How about him, man, for the Philadelphia Eagles catching balls in the backfield with that depleted wide receiver court. And I'm going to go Tariq Cohen against the Tampa Bay Bucks. I think Cohen is going to, like I said previously, previous episode this week, He's going to find some space. He's going to make some plays. Give him one more. And let me give you a bonus one. How about Charles Clay? Josh Allen, rookie quarterback. Who's their best friend? The tight end. The tight end, bro.
over under. For God's sake, just give me the damn number. Number one, 99 and a half rushing yards for Ezekiel Elliott in week four. Hold up. Sorry. Uh, I've written down as cowgirls. Let's see here. Zeke did good on week three, which I was surprised about, based on the fact that they had no passing game at all. The Lions played uh, Patriots, and they had no run game at all, obviously. But I'm going to go with... Not I'm yet. Gonna go, I'm going to go with over, based on the fact that Patriots suck at running, and uh, Zeke's, Zeke's pretty good. Even though they, the Cowboys had no running, uh, no passing game, I'm going to go with over. I'm going to go over as well, man. I think Zeke's going to get over 100 yards for the second straight week. Shocking, right? Yeah. All right, number two. Six and a half receptions, 80 yards, Half a touchdown for Calvin Ridley, week four. Shit, man. Under on receptions, with, uh, under six and a half, I'm going to say over on yards and equal on touchdowns. You're going to say what on touchdowns? Push. Rush, uh, equal. Rush, uh, push. Goddamn. No, how, push on touchdowns. How many guys do you know score half a touchdown? Oh, well, I wrote down one and see if he had to be over one. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so you're saying he's going to get yes, a touchdown? Yes, I, I, I think I'll get one. Yeah. So okay, so one I'm over. over on touchdowns now. All right. I'm going to go under on the catches. I think he goes for six. Okay. I'm going to go under on the yardage. I think he's going to get in the 70s. And I want to say under on the touchdowns. I think he gets held out of the end zone this week. Julio Jones, touchdown this week. Number three, over under 13.5 fantasy points in full point PPR leagues for Jags wide receiver Keelan Cole. Under. I'm going over. Give me 18 fantasy points for Keelan Cole in week four. Next one, over under 249.5 passing yards, 1.5 touchdowns. For Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson, Colts. That, that team does look pretty good. Um, I, I'm gonna have to say over though. He's just had so many bad games. He can't keep can't keep repeat the same shit. On both, I'm gonna go over on both. Over on both. I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna go over on both as well. They, I think 275 and two touchdowns for Deshaun Watson this week. Next one, half a touchdown for Jags tight end Austin Safarian Jenkins playing against his former team, the New York Jets from 2017. Go over. Over as well, man. I think he finds the end zone. Yeah. He's going to pay them back for not signing him long-term like he wanted to. All right, number six. QB seven and a half finish for Carson Wentz in his second start of 2018. So you're saying, how be either Will he us. finish as the seventh best quarterback or better or worse than number seven? Oh, man, it's a rough one. I'm going I'm to say uh, I'm gonna say over based on the quarterback play lately. You think it'll be a top seven this week? Yeah. I am going to say lower. I think it's going to be uh, somewhere around number 10 this week. Nine or 10. All right, next one. 75 rush yards, half a touchdown for Raiders running back Marshawn Lynch. At home, I think, I think Marshawn's going to have a good, good game this week. Let's get over. I'm going to say under on both. I think like 65 rush yards, zero touchdowns for Lynch. I think Cleveland's defense is for real. Oh, I forgot about playing Cleveland. Yeah, um, I'm going to go over though because you're, you're, you're setting the bar pretty low. All right. Next one here. 70 receptions. 70 receiving yards. 70 receptions would be fucking something crazy. Be a great game. 70 receiving yards. Half a touchdown for rookie wide receiver. Brown's rookie wide receiver. Antonio Callaway. Baker Mayfield starting. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go over on both. I think. Really? Oh, Callaway oh, gets what, at 70 least. 70 you said? 70 yards receiving. All right. I'm going to say Callaway goes somewhere between 80, at least 80 yards receiving and a touchdown this week. I want that to happen because I want to see the Browns do good. I'm excited for that team. Same here, man. I like the Browns as well, man. But I'm going to love Baker. Intelligence reasons, I don't want here, but I want that to happen for me. Yeah. Next one. Nine and a half receptions for Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas, who's had at least 10 in every game for the first three weeks. Nine and a half, ten's a lot, bro. I'm going to go under. But uh, that's a nice streak going, but I, I got to go under. 
I'm going to go over. I think he's going to get really? at least 10 again. Dude, yeah. he's been a, a target monster. It he's is. It is. Breezy, he throws a lot. And I'm going to say he gets a touchdown. Even. I'll even throw that little tidbit. Damn. Number, uh, next one here. Six and a half receptions, half a touchdown for Keenan Allen. Six and a half and a touchdown? Six and a half catches, half a touchdown. Say push on a touchdown. I'm gonna say he goes uh, push on half a touchdown again. Six on receptions and one on a touchdown. So I'm gonna go under, under, over, under on the catches, over on the touchdowns. Yes, I'm gonna go over and over. I think he's gonna go eight catches, about 110 yards, and a touchdown for Keenan Allen this week. Last one here, man. 14 and a half points, fantasy points, full point PPR league for Colts wide receiver T.Y. Hilton against the Houston Texans. I'm gonna go over on that one. I'm going over as well, man. I think this is uh. T.Y.'s bust-out game. Give me uh, 120 receiving yards for T.Y. Hilton and at least one touchdown. I think he's have a good week this week. Absolutely, man. Fantasy Preview. Game Picks. All right, man. Point spread picks. Game Picks. Fantasy Football NFL Week 4. Go ahead, Jeremy. Lay it on me, brother. All right, buddy. We got 1 o'clock games. We're going to have the uh, Jets playing the Jags. Seven and a half favorites for the Jags at home. Seven and a half favorites for the Jags. You go by the spread when you pick, right? You're, you're, you're saying Jags over eight, right? Yeah, that's why I give the final score too. Yeah, I, I just I just go by who I think is going to win. I still lose. I'm taking the Jags with the points in this one. And I'm going to say the Jags. Uh, well, I'm going to say Keelan Cole shows up big in this one. I'm going to say ASJ gets a touchdown. Leonard Fournette might play this week. TBD on that one. Give me the Jags at home in this one. 27-13. 27-13? Yep. Yeah, I, I got the Jags in this too. Um, I think Sam Darnold's going to be good in the future, but he's not there yet. Did you fart again? No, good. Oh. <laughs> dude, did you fart again? No, no, no. Yeah. Fuck someone's like, oh my God, dude. It's <laughs> that four loco fart. Oh my goodness. Right? Stinky bitch. Yeah, oh. go ahead. <sighs> All right, ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm really good. All right. Dolphins Pats, game two. Pats favored by seven. Who do you got? Uh, I'll tell you what I don't have. I don't have oxygen because that fart is fucking lingering, man. Oh Which my God. Stop breathing this bitch. You motherfucker. All right, Dolphins and Pats, you said? Shut the fuck up, Chris. I'm out of you. Dolphins and Pats? Yeah, sure. What's the spread? Your, your butt. Spread, the butt is your, your spread. It's butt. Yeah, your, your asshole is definitely spread open. Mm-hmm. Letting, out, letting out all that fucking loose air. Hot air, I should say. All right, man. Where, uh, where, uh, what's the spread? Oh, and anyone ask questions? Pats, Dolphins. Pats by seven. Pats by seven. Sonny Michelle liking this game. Kenny Drake liking this game. Kenny Stills are liking this game. Obviously, go with Gronk. James White also flex worthy PPR running back. I'm gonna hit the Patriots in this one. 24 to 20. I think the Dolphins cover the seven points on the road. That's where I'm going. How about you? I gotta take the Pats in this game, man. They're not gonna lose three games in a row. Um Dolphins are riding that 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 wave. I picked them week one, I picked them week two to lose. They won. I picked them week three to win. They won, they won again, but I'm picking them week four to lose, and they're gonna lose. Next three, game. three losses in a row for the Patriots is unprecedented. It's not going to happen in the Tom Brady, Bill Belichick era. Since uh, Tom Brady, they have never lost three, three in a row. So there you go. Eagles, Titans. Titans are at home, but they're favored to lose by three and a half. The Eagles are favored to lose? No, Titans are favored to lose at home. Titans, three point under, uh, underdogs at home. So yes, it's plus exactly. three for the Titans. All right. Give me the Eagles on the road against that Marcus Mariota-led bunch of shitbags over there. And when I say shit bags, I'm pretty much just talking about Marcus Mariota and Derrick Henry because they both flaming bags of hot shit. Yeah, 100 percent man. I gotta oh, go with the Eagles in this Once well. is back. He didn't have a great game last week. I think he's have a better game this week. Titans, uh, dude, that team is terrible. 
They beat the Jags last week, though. Mike Vrabel, man, give yeah, him props. Dude, what's up with the Jags, bro? That t- I would have bet that game all day in Vegas. I'd be like, one one point spread. They just killed the fucking Patriots and they lose to the fucking Titans. It, it, fucking in division game, man. I tell you, this game's crazy weird. talk. But you crazy. know what? My fucking survivor pool pick in the survivor pool, man, was Minnesota against Buffalo. And I fucking lost. Who, who, oh, God. It's funny you said that because everybody at my house the other day was like, yeah, like whoever picked Buffalo in the Pool, which was trying to be safe, just lost their ass. Yes, Chris Jays, that was me. Best. That was me. I certainly did. Give me the Eagles to win this one on the road in Tennessee. And I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm going to say 23-16. Yeah, I have the Eagles in this one as well. The Titans, just, they're just not, not, not there this year. I don't know what's going on with that team. Next game, you got game four, Texans versus the Colts. Colts by two and a half at home. Texans and Colts. Fire up a uh, shootout here for this one, man. I think Andrew Luck and Deshaun Watson both have good games. DeAndre Hopkins and T.Y. Hilton also. Will Fuller also poised for a big game in this one. And I think Jack Doyle gets back on track. PPR, give him six catches, 49 yards for Jack Doyle. I'm sure it will because he's off my team now. So, Oh, of course. Of course. That's how it goes, man. Although your Ben Watson pickup last week was pretty damn good, man. Worked out well for you. Give me the Colts at home in this one. 31-28. I'm going to just say Texans, based on that, they just can't lose every fucking game. I'm going to go Texans over the Colts. Oh, nice. We differ here. Very yeah. Nice. That's why, well, uh, well, games like that, I'm iffy on. I try, to, I try to differ with you just so that it's a little more exciting. All right. Next, you got the Bills versus the Packers. Packers favored by 10 at home. Bills come off that big win versus the uh, Vikings. They, they crush them offensively and defensively. I'm still going to go Packers, though. Um, what do you got? Yeah, I'm going Packers Lambo as well. Elite, baby. What's the spread on this game? 10 points. Oh, yeah. Packers, I think, cover the spread. You said, Buffalo. oh, yeah, last week we were 16 and a half, though. That was some fluky shit with Buffalo did in Minnesota last <laughs> fluky, week. Fluky. Is that a word? That was fluky shit. Mr. Man. English major over there. Fluky shit. And I'll tell you what. Okay, fine. That was an anomaly. It's not going to happen again, especially not back-to-back weeks against two damn good teams, Minnesota and Green Bay. Give me the Packers to take this one. 33 17. I'm really intrigued to see what Josh Allen does in this game here this weekend. Me too. I, I, I was after how he looks. I was there for all those rookies this year, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, real quick, I like Jerome Allison and already talked about them. All right, go ahead. All right, I got Lions versus Cowgirls. Cowgirls are home. You know what? I'm going to roll with the Lions here, man. I think roll Lions with the beard. Hi. Huh? Rolling with the beard? I'm rolling with the, the bearded scientist. Give me Matt Patricia, whom I do not like very much, and I still think he's garbage, but Lions, man, coming off a huge, huge win against the Patriots. <laughs> Cowboys can't keep losing either, man. They can't be this bad. You got you. You say he's over 100 yards. I gotta have. I gotta have the Cowboys win this game. Do you? I like it. I just think that the uh, the Patriots offense, with the lack of options the Patriots have on offense, they're still better than the Cowboys offense, I believe. So I am going to say Lions shut them down. Not to the extent they did against the Patriots, but give me the Lions in this one in Dallas on the road, 24-17. 24-17. You got Lions winning. Yes, sir. All right. The Bears at home versus the Bucks, favored by two and a half points, with their amazing quarterback Mitch Trubisky. The Tampa Bay Bucks offense and the Bears defense, who which is totally revamped, is going to be interesting to watch because of what guy? Because of Cleo Mack. Damn right, him, man. That's that's your boy now. Yeah, Come uh, it, bro. I, I, I'm ready to like Cleo Mack. That's how much I like this guy right now. He is so good. It's ridiculous. He is basically. You know where he went to school? Nope. How about the University of fucking Buffalo? He went to a shit school. Javen Clowney. So he was the best player in Buffalo for, for four years? Huh? He was the best player in Buffalo for four years. <laughs> yeah, he was. You're damn right, man. Better than some Bills. But how bad did Houston fuck up by taking Jadavian Clowney instead of uh, Khalil Mack? Clowney Mack-y had a monster college season, bro. And the problem is Clowney played in those big games. Yeah. That's what, that's what happens in college when you get fucked like that. 
Yeah, Clowney played South Carolina. Look at look Mac at look, look at uh look at Tom Brady. He didn't play any big games. So yes, like, he you, did. you get that you get that guy in the sixth round. Comeback Orange Bowl win against Alabama. Fucking impressive, man. Give me the Bears to win this one at home over the Tampa Bay Bucks. 24 16. I'm taking the uh Bucks based on the fact that Trubisky can't score points. So let's go for it, man. Let's go for let's go for the upset. I think Fitzpatrick's gonna have a tough time. Yeah, well, I, but I but yeah, you think though? But I guarantee you, I guarantee fucking you, Mitch Trubisky's not gonna score shit. Those are facts. You think Fitzpatrick's not gonna score? I guarantee you, Trubisky's not gonna score. I think Jordan Howard has a big game. Well, I don't care about that. All I'm saying is right now, Trubisky gets outplayed by uh, by Fitzpatrick and Tariq Cohen and anyone right. in, in the stands. All right, and Tariq Cohen. Go ahead. All right, all right. Last next game is the last one o'clock game. Bengals, Falcons, Falcons by six at home. That's a rough game, right? Yeah, that's gonna be a close. That's gonna be a good one to watch. I think it's gonna be a close matchup. Give me the Falcons to win this one at home, and that's the reason why I'm giving them the nods because they're at home. Thirty to twenty-four. Thirty to twenty-four. Both these teams lost last week, and I'm, I'm gonna go with the Falcons for the same reason. You're just there at home. All right. Seahawks, Cardinals. Seahawks there by three on the road versus the Cardinals, who have no offense or defense. Oh, man. Give me Russell Wilson to win this one on the road in Arizona. Russell Wilson, I think, has a big game. Let's hope so. I'm starting his ass. Yep. I'm starting Wilson over Luck versus the uh, Texans. What do you think? I would not. Really? Versus the Cardinals defense? Andrew Luck outscored Russell Wilson this week. Do you want to challenge that? No, I don't. I, I, I'm going to go to Andrew Luck and hope you're right. Yeah. Andrew Luck's going to outscore Russell Wilson. Stamp that shit. Stamp it. So, give me the uh, Seahawks to win this one on the road in Josh Rosen's first NFL start. 27-20. 27-20. Josh Rosen interceptions. How many? One pick. One pick. All right. Next game, you have my Cleveland Browns. Versus the Oakland Raiders in Oakland. Oakland favorite by two. It's a long trip out of the West Coast. Come on, bro. They're flying first class. Haven't said that. Fire up Baker Mayfield. Give me the Cleveland Browns to win this one. 24 to 20. Now I'm back and forth in this game because Cleveland should be 3 0. So I bet they might have run out at some point. Uh-huh. But Cleveland was tearing, uh, Cleveland was tearing up with, with Baker Mayfield in there. And the Raiders eat fucking butthole. I'm going to go with the Browns too. Next game is the Saints versus the Giants. The Saints are favored by three and a half. I feel like there's no possible way that the Giants get outscored this, uh, the Saints in this game. Uh, no, I agree. Even though it's on the road. Doesn't matter. In the middle edge, yeah, it doesn't matter here. Give me the uh, Eli Manning has all look the same. Don't. Give me the Saints to win this one. 31 to 21. Uh, 49ers Chargers. Again, 49ers not going to outscore the Chargers. They have no quarterback. I'm going Chargers in this one. What do you got? Oh, yeah. This is going to be a cakewalk for the Chargers here with no Jimmy G. You got C.J. Beathard. Oh, boy, that's going to be a shit show there, man. And that's going to be a one-sided event. That's for damn sure. Slugfest for the Chargers beating the shit out of your like, little fucking toddlerish brother when you're, like, fucking 15, which is kind of kind of fucked up, I guess. But uh, give me the Chargers in this one to whoop that ass. 42. Ooh, 42, huh? 42 to 10. Uh, next game, Raven Steelers. This used to be the fucking game. Remember when this used to be the shit? Uh, yeah, it used to be very good. Uh, oh my god, it used to be the highlight of the year, bro. Uh, yeah, back in the day, not anymore though. I'm going Steelers on this one. Yeah, give me the Steelers on this uh, to win this one at home. I'm saying close game still. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say uh, 21-18. Are you still watching that game? Yeah, Man, come on, bro. I watch all of them. I feel like it's one of those games like Miami FSU or like in college, like where those two players, those two teams want to kill each other. 
All right, now Monday Night Football. You got the Chiefs favored by five on the road versus the Broncos. Your boy, Pat Mahomes. Yeah, man. I think Pat Mahomes, he's going to hit that wall ever so slightly like penises when they first uh, plunge into your asshole. So I'm going to go with the I'll go with the Broncos here. Wait, what's the spread on this? The spread is five. For for the Chiefs? Yeah, right sir. Yeah, sir. Give me the Broncos to upset the Chiefs at home. 23-21. Taking the Chiefs, man. The Broncos haven't done shit this year. Oh, and Those individual games, man. They look crazy. Get the Redskins and the Panthers on the buys this week. Yes, sir. And yet, oh, OBJ buy every week. Daily plays of the week. Give me a few daily play picks. Go on, must must play on Michael Thomas ni- at ninety one hundred still. Yeah, like got to, man. He's hot right now. Um, Kevin Thompson, forty four hundred. Yeah. You gotta play him. Tyler Boyd's only at forty six hundred. Mike Williams, forty five hundred. And Geronimo Allison, 4,700. I feel like those are pretty solid picks. Solid, man. I'll give you mine a few. That's Geronimo Allison, man. I feel like he's, he's getting better and better, man. Yeah, I agree. I'll give you a few mine real quick, man. I'll run down a few here. Andrew Luck at 5,500. I think it's a steal against the Houston Texans. Give me Aaron Jones for 4,100, man. I'm staying with that hype train there. Give me Tariq Cohen, 4,100 versus Tampa. I think he's going to do some things this week. T.Y. Hilton, 7,000 against Houston. I like that Luck and Hilton combo. I think T.Y. Hilton's going to be big this week. For daily play? T.Y. Hilton's going to be big this week. Yeah, I agree. How about this for defense, man? Give me the Colts defense. 2200 bucks. Darius Leonard, That's the rookie cheap defense, bro. 2200 That's a cheap defense, 2200 Yeah, one of the lowest in the of the week. And they, like you said, they're, they're, I think they're going to be good this week. Yeah, man. Darius Leonard, the rookie linebacker for the Colts, is a fucking beast. Give me the Colts defense. Fire them up 2200 bucks this week against the Texans. Yeah, I'd be all over that. Yeah. And then uh, I'll throw in, uh, how about a little bonus? Give them one more. Chris, it is bonuses. Give me Tyler Eifert, 3800 against Atlanta. I think he'll do pretty well. We saw Ben Watson against the Falcons. I think Eifert's going to have similar, if not greater, success there. Fire up the prediction machine. Five bold predictions. All right, I'm going to give you all my five bold predictions. Let's go, Chris. What do you got? Number one, going bold here on this one, man. Josh Gordon will put up more than 15 fantasy points in week four. I'm hoping, man. I got my fantasy team. I want to see him do good, and I want to see the Pats get back on track. That's a reach, Pats Pats don't have a good season. It's not a fun football season. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's a reach, though, with Josh Gordon. I agree. I agree. But if he plays, it could, could happen. I think he's going to be forced into action. I think he's going to be forced uh, into some targets. Uh, number two, Kenyon Drake will be a top 20 fantasy running back against the Patriots. That's bold. Three, Ryan Tannehill will be a top 10 fantasy quarterback this week. Number so basically, basically, the Dolphins winning. Uh, well, no, I don't have the Dolphins winning. Based on that shit, you do. Hey, I have some fantasy performers there, though. The Jacksonville Jaguars defense will score more fantasy points than Jets quarterback Sam Darnold. <laughs> That's a good one. And David Johnson finally finishes inside the top 10 among fantasy running backs against the Seattle Seahawks. And uh, how about a little bonus on the give me give him one more here real quick. Give him one more. Aaron Jones and Sonny Michelle will both finish inside the top 25 among fantasy running backs in PPR leagues for week four. All right, man, we're getting the mailbag. Let's do this. All 
mailbag. Can we talk about the mail, please? I'm dying to talk about the mail all day. They've been asking for their mail on a daily basis. Barney, give this guy a cigarette. He's freaking out. Who? Barney. Who the hell is Barney? You don't see Barney. Oh, shit. What the hell are you? You've lost your damn mind. Number one, should I start Sterling Shepard versus the Saints or Will Fuller versus Indy at the flex position? Full point PPR, LeVar in Queens, New York. What do you say, Jeremy? I say LeVar is on the ball. I'm going to go with uh, Sterling on this one. LeVar is on the ball. I like that. Uh, I'm going to go Will Fuller, actually. I think against Indy. I think uh, I think he's going to burn Indy's secondary a little bit. I think they're both decent plays, though. Give me Will Fuller. Um, the thing with Fuller, you're banking on a touchdown. With Sterling Shepard, you're guaranteed at least six catches. It looks exactly. like the way it's going right now. So, yeah, good call on you. Number two, better rookie quarterback ad. Baker Mayfield or Josh Allen? My quarterback was Jimmy G. Sad face, frown face, <laughs> whatever. Amy. Sad face. She actually wrote that. Amy, I'm sorry. Amy in Billings, Montana. Amy, I'm going to make you all on this based on the fact that he has he has no fear. I've been saying this for the last couple of shows now. He just shows he has that ability to just whip the ball in there with zero fear and if you're gonna be a quarterback in the NFL I and mean, you gotta have the balls to do it no offense with you saying he has the balls but uh he does and he's gonna uh, I think he's gonna do good I'm right there with you Baker Mayfield man dude's got the attitude dude's got the talent around him as well Josh Allen he's got the heart man from what I saw last week but he does not have the talent around him right now give me Baker Mayfield rush the season Josh Gordon or Marvin Jones at the wide receiver three Derek in Gainesville Florida Derek, I'm sorry about the Gators. Uh, just to start off with that. Uh, and I got I to gotta go Josh Gordon on this. He has a better quarterback, and I think he's going to get back on track. He has something to prove. He needs to prove it, or he's going to be done. He knows this is his last chance, and he's going to have Tom Brady throw him the ball. I'm going to go with Josh Gordon all day on this. I'm agreed, Josh Gordon. I think he's got the better opportunity, believe it or not, right now over Marvin exactly. Jones since Kane. And Holiday they need him. Throw. They need him. They definitely do need another body out there to throw to. Next one, Aaron Jones versus the Bills, or Chris Carson versus the Cardinals? PJ in Lansing, Michigan. I'm going to go Aaron Jones on this, but I'm on the fence. I'm going Aaron Jones against the Bills too, man. You know I'm going there. Next one here, Jesse James, Ben Watson, or Jack Doyle for tight end this week. Carl in Medford, Massachusetts. I want to say Doyle is missing tight end and shit all season, and Luck's been looking a little, you know, like he's getting better and better every week. But I'm not sure about this one either. What do you think? I'm going with Jack Doyle this week over this ah, guys. Look at me getting good on my, on my, on my gut picks. PPR league, give me Jack Doyle. Oh, PPR league, yeah. Yeah. Standard League, I guess Watson, I guess. But uh, Jack DeWill. You know, maybe Jack DeWill. Bull. Anyway, next one. Demarius Thomas or Mike Williams this week? Miguel in Lake Worth, Florida. Lake Worth, close, close by. I'm going Thomas based on the fact that the, uh, the Chiefs defense is shitty and the Broncos are home, man. Yeah, I think this actually could be a good week for Demarius Thomas owners. I think he's actually going to perform pretty well because of that matchup with KC and their depleted secondary, their weak-ass secondary. But I'm gonna go. I'm actually gonna go with Mike Williams though, because against the 49ers in a game, I think it's gonna be like a 42 to 10 blowout. Fire up Mike Williams to score another touchdown. You mentioned Mike Williams earlier this week. You were on him uh, earlier in the week. All right, next one here. Better flex option this week: Bilal Powell or Javorius Buck Allen. Michelle in Chicago, Illinois. Michelle, I'm going Buck Allen because he's on my team, and I want him to go Buck. I'm right there with you, Buck Allen against the Steelers. Steelers. He played good last week. He was way over what he was uh, projected. 17 he was, points. Yeah, he was 17. I think, I think he was like he was eight like eight or nine. Yeah, yeah, dude. Who do y'all think is the best NFL team over the past decade? Ryan in Houston, Texas. Not dude, that's a no-brainer. That's Patriots. Uh, no, he wants to know which year in team, like which team. Oh, what, when they went 18 to one. 
Nah, that wasn't 10 years ago. That's been the last 10 years, he says. When, when, when was the 1801 team? That was 07. Was it really? Was that long ago already? Fuck yeah, man. We were. Holy uh, we, shit. You and I were still working at the restaurant, man, as kids. Yeah. Damn. Last 10 years, huh? And yep. Jeff. Jeff was there too. Yeah, we good. Now, Ryan, I got to go with this based on the fact that the Patriots lost to Denver. They had a lot of injuries that season, but they what lost. Year? 2013. Oh, okay, 2013. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the... Okay, go ahead. Yeah, well, Edelman got hurt that game, right? Uh, Edelman, Tlaib, I think both... Yeah, both those guys got hurt. Tlaib played for the Patriots at the time. At the time. Yeah, before he went to Denver the following season, I believe. So, the 2013 Seahawks, that is the year that, that Peyton Manning broke their, uh, their touchdown record with 55 touchdowns? Yes, he did. They beat that ass 43-8. Now... Legion of Boom. Yeah, Legion of Boom, Marshawn Lynch, and full beast mode, and Russell Wilson... I know you're gonna have Patriot team for your top, your top team. Oh, absolutely, man! I don't think it's much of a question. I'm going the the following season, the 2014 Patriots, because that whole run they had was fucking historic, man. So everybody wants to say that the Seahawks choked it by not running the ball to Marshawn Lynch. And yeah, maybe they did, but a couple plays prior to uh, the interception, okay, by Malcolm Butler. I got a bullshit catch. Who was it? Jermaine Curse was it? Jermaine Curse, yes, sir. Oh, fucking bullshit. Lucky bounce catch. David Tyree 2.0 all first over. First of him. all, first of all, David Tyree shit, he caught on the helmet, okay? That's complete luck using somebody else's helmet in the air. But Jermaine Curse, at least he used his own body, okay? It, it, now, I, I'm on your side of this. That's a complete bullshit catch, but that was concentration on him. Give him some credit, right? Yeah, no, all right, all right. All right, so nevertheless, the Patriots. Oh, no, 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 no. I want you to say give, give him the credit. Uh, Yeah, for concentration, yes. I give him credit for that. And he caught it. Yeah, well, yeah, of course you caught it. Yeah. Well, what do you, what do you mean, what's going on around here? All right, so listen to this, though. All right? I will. Patriots were down by 10 points in the fourth quarter Whew. against the Legion of Boom. I was about to say, the Legion of Boom. Yeah, that's right. That's, that was the reason I picked them in 2013. Yeah, still at their fucking peak, right? Yeah, it was not everybody. And they just came back, man, and fucking stuck it to them. But that's Tom Brady, bro. That Patriots defense was fucking nasty. That was the year they had Darrell Revis and Brandon Brown on the outside. They still had Chandler Jones, Jamie Collins, Dante Hightower in his prime before he got banged up. Woo. All these good guys, oh, man. man. They were a fucking squad on both sides of the ball, all facets. Gostowski was still making fucking kicks. Gronk was actually healthy and played in this one, which can't be said. Shocking. For the other ones. Yeah. Um, just, just amazing comeback. Brady's numbers here real quick. I'll run through them real quick for yeah, you. Yeah, I bet right? he will. Other than for Brady. All right, Brady against the Legion of Boom, right? 101.1 rating, which is great. 37 of 50, 328 yards, four touchdowns against the Legion of Boom. Fucking yeah. nasty. Yeah, like I said, my first thought was the uh, the Patriots. As I went through, though, that 43-8 to eight on a team that beat the Patriots stood out to me more. All right, all right. I agree or disagree, then. Ready for the last now, question here? Don't get me wrong. If you go overall team for the past 10 years, I'm going Patriots all day long. Oh, oh. Hundred percent. Of you can say that for the last fucking twenty years. You can say the last twenty-five years because, I mean, yeah, you're right. You can keep adding years because no one can do that. Ninety-six passed me the Super Bowl too, man, against the Packers. That's Brett Favre's only win. That Super Bowl was against the Patriots. Was it only, it only had one? So he had two. No, he went back to back. He went ninety-six. Why? Well, beat the Patriots thirty-five twenty-one, I believe. <clears throat> Broke my fucking heart at twelve years old, thirteen actually, freshly thirteen years old. And then uh, the following year, he was. Total Brett Favre moment, man. Fucking total Brett Favre moment. Is that when he threw the ball over the line? He played John Elway in the Broncos, and Brett Favre had a chance to fucking win it. The final drive. Threw the ball over the line, right? Fucking threw a pick. Last question here, man, before we're out of here. When was the time you got someone good? Ben in Colorado Springs, Colorado. 
man, I got somebody good. Just just in a random random got somebody. Yeah, just a random one. Request like, for time so we can think about it again next week. I'm like 15 years old. We're on a public trip, and uh-huh. this kid's being a dick. He's like riding my shoulder, like blah, 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 talking to my shoulder as he's walking next to me. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm gonna fuck this kid up. I'm like, what can I do though? I'm just walking. I walked as close as I could to the uh, to the you know the, the electric doors. Yeah. This kid slammed shoulder first in the doors and busted his ass in front of everybody. He just ate shit right in the door. Cause I walked right next to it, but like Cholak literally touched as I walked through, and he just ate shit in the door. Ooh. So that's somebody. That's time I got somebody pretty good on the fly too. That was an, that was an instant. Do your thing right now. Um. So I've already talked about a few of these over the past year. Or so that we've been on the uh, on the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast, and uh, I'll just rehash one real quick because we're really pressed for time here. We're going a little overtime. Sorry, guys. Hope you guys enjoy the content at least. <laughs> and I'm gonna go back in middle school, man, with uh, David in Virginia Beach. Uh, P-A-M-S. And uh, David is kind of a dickhead kid in school, man. Just kind of a smug asshole. Remember the movie True Lies? The smug spy movie asshole. with Schwarzenegger? I never saw it. Okay, so Schwarzenegger is a spy in that movie, right? Gotta watch like, it, right? High-tech gadgets, and shit, like glasses with cameras in them and shit. Like sunglasses with camera in the back. You can see behind Swole James Bond. Uh, an Austrian James Bond. There you go. Swole or, or Austrian. Either yeah, one. yeah. Okay, Swole. Yep, gotcha. Uh, he was just a real fucking prick kid, right? We're in science class. Miss Ellswick. I remember the teacher's name. Damn. Shout out. And uh, <laughs> I was like, man, I'm going to get this fucker good, man. Because he says something smart to me. I'm going to get this fucker good. Uh, I see a Sprite bottle. In the oh. Can. And I was like, yeah, this is how I'm going to get him. I'm going to grab the Sprite, man. Went in the bathroom. I pissed. Filled that bitch up. Screwed the cap on. And I snuck it. He had a lunchbox on the floor by his feet. Snuck it into his fucking uh, lunchbox, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. So lunchtime, like about an hour later or so, give or take. Ugh. Now, by this time, by lunchtime, everyone in the whole fucking of course, sixth grade, knew. seventh grade, whatever it was, sixth or seventh grade. They knew it was going down. Yeah, they knew it was going down. That shit spread like social media shit fast. You know, it was like fucking Adam Schefter tweets. They just get fucking retweeted like crazy. This shit spread around like crazy, like wildfire. Everybody's looking at him, and he's just oblivious to it. You know, he's in his own little fucking world. And you see his face. He's like, ooh, shit, mom packed me a Sprite today. Fucking score. Nope. So, yeah, he's all fucking excited. That's like, INT, fucking- baby. Pops that bitch open, starts down in that motherfucker, man. Just straight fucking like dehydrated shit style. For your man. kids at home, if it doesn't doesn't crack, don't drink it. That's right, man. Look for the seal. Seal of freshness. Chris gave him that seal of freshness. That shit was, that shit was not fresh. So he's down in his shit. Man. He, drinks, he seriously drinks for like fucking a good 30% or so, I'd say. I, I, more than a quarter. Almost a half, but not quite a half. And he calls Cappuccino. He's like, hey, something's wrong with my drink. My sp-. I don't know why the hell he told that lady. But as soon as he drank it, the whole fucking cafeteria erupts in laughter, and he's still oblivious to this shit. Nobody fucking knows why. I'm fucking freaking out now because I didn't know this shit was going to spread around the whole fucking school. I only told one motherfucker in that class. Long story short, I got away with it. David drank piss. Good comeback. I did feel bad bad about it, though. We've all had shit done to ourselves, so might as well pass it along, right? Your story reminds me of when I was on a cruise ship. I'm 18 years old. I, uh, I'm, I'm a fat kid at this point, and uh, I meet this girl on a cruise ship. My friend Joey Wisdom is an asshole to this girl. And uh-huh. she goes, like, we lock him out of the room. It's me and her in the room. She's like 18 years old, I'm 18 years old. We're hanging up on, the, on a cruise ship. I, was, I think I was 17. 17, she was 16. I met her in like the underage, uh, like 18, like below 18 hangout zone. We're the only two kids like over 12 there. Uh-huh. And uh, she's blowing me, and Joey's being a dickhead. So Joey ends up getting uh, leaving the room with my buddy John and his brother Billy. And she he, she finishes and he leaves the room. She spits my cum into his cocoa butter. That's fucking disgusting. Joey walks back in the room. You know he's a black kid. Starts pumping the cocoa butter into his hand. He goes, "What'd you and that bitch do?" And I go, "Nothing." As he's rubbing my semen on his legs. 
That's fucking nasty. That, that's what's work. worse though, drinking doing that or drinking piss? That's in uh, your mouth. I think that's worse, man. Drinking a piss, right? At least piss is filtered shit. Oh, come on, bro. You, you're talking about straight up. In nothing. your mouth though. It was in your mouth. It was in that kid's mouth. Yeah, we you know what that dude went. He fucking went, went and made a sandwich after he fucking rubbed his semen like <laughs> le- semen legs. It was late. Night. He, he didn't make a semen sandwich. lotion. Huh? It was late. Night. He didn't make a sandwich. We got no fight that night. My buddy Billy Casper. Well, yeah, no fucking shit. If you're gonna you're gonna fucking nut in my shit, man. Let me rub it in my skin. Don't tell me. I'm gonna be fucking pissed off too. Yeah, I buy you a sandwich first. Ugh. Fuck. Either way, both stories are disgusting. Yeah. And um, since I did already tell that story before, I'll just say a quick one. One time, we always had that one friend who liked to fuck on. Fuck around, Chris you know, Brown. To fuck with, yeah, his name was Christopher Brown in high school, and we used to fuck with this guy. One thing we did to him, we did so many, made me dog food, raw eggs, you name it, we did it oh, to him. Man. But uh, one time we fucking cut it. He had a little bowl haircut, looked like a little fucking fag. So we went and uh, shaved off most of his head, most of his hair, but left little bits and pieces, like he was going through, like just started chemo. And we went and put his ass outside of um, a Farm Fresh, or no, no, it was Food World, I think. And uh, made him beg for change, and he could not. We would not finish cutting the rest of his hair to shave his head until he raised ten dollars, and he was out there for about damn two and a half hours. He got the haircut though. Yeah, we were like fourteen at the time. But yeah, that's it. All right, man. Anything you want to say before we got here? Long show today. Fuck. Not much, man. Just hit us up on uh, on a spinoff. Chris and I are about to start doing that right now. Uh, that that's my shit. This is Chris's show. Um, just come have some fun with us in a spinoff, man. You enjoy listening to our bullshit on this show. Come listen to uh, come get your fix from the two dicks on a spinoff. Uh, for sure, man. Yep. It's uh, kicking off Friday with the spinoff here momentarily. Premium members, you can hear live right now. But uh, till next week, man. Good luck to everyone in fantasy. Jeremy, good luck to you, sir. Uh, maybe I win this week finally. I'm 0 3. Christ, uh, you had a rough. I'm, I'm about to get out of the playoffs. I uh, know. No, you'll be, you still got a chance. You Anyways, hope so. I got a good yeah, team, too. Again, Thank you so much for listening to the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Please subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. Visit patreon.com backslash fantasy sports studios. Good luck this weekend. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy See you next football. time. Enjoy the football. We will talk to you next week for the week four recap. Till then, see ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Flex. Subscribe on Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. Become a premium member by logging on to patreon.com backslash fantasy sports studios. Email the show at theflex at fantasy sports studios.com.